Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. First game of round 18 is in the book. Sharky's absolutely dominating Dragons there. Dragons kicked it off pretty well with a good start. And then the Sharkies went on with it from there. And, and yeah, this made sense exactly how things happened last week against the Warriors. Just happened again against the Sharkies. The, the left side defense from Dragons, not so great. And just really allowed the, the Sharkies there to run right and get Britton Nicker a couple of easy tries. And, uh, yeah, an interesting score from him. Sorry if there's a bit of background noise. People are working outside our apartment right now, but uh, yeah, we'll get through it. Hopefully it sounds okay. Anyway, so Nico Hines, captain, pretty much everyone did it. 94, amazing work from him. Three try assists, an early try. Didn't really make it too hard on him, did they, the Dragons? So yeah, Nico Hines with this 94 in that one. We will go through in here if we think any of these guys are relevant over the next couple of weeks. Both teams playing in round 19, obviously, is going to be you know, helpful as well for, uh, for anyone who needs them, that's for sure. Dragons have their buy in 20, Sharks are done. Just to give you some context for those that aren't sure. Jack DeBellin, 65. So both of my players in this game picked up big scores, 65 for DeBellin, full 80 minutes. Just does his work, doesn't he? Goes about it nicely. One missed tackle, 56 made. There's 54 right there, which uh, at a minimum is all we want. And you look at DeBellin and his scores over the last sort of you know, two months, basically. He's averaging 58 for the season, and it's way over 64 all of those games since he's been playing big minutes in the 13 role. So, yeah, you look at his scores, you look at that compared to Isaiah Yo, you look at it compared to Payne Haas and these types of guys, and DeBellin needs to be in our sides for the rest of the year. It'd be silly to even think about trading him out. For anyone that was looking at Sifat Talakai, a 62 was obviously great. In this one, he got involved with a few try assists, obviously a try as well, you know, barraging over at the end, um, near the end of that game for 62. So if you grabbed him at that 543, then you you were definitely rewarded there in that one if you needed a center but um yeah long term i doubt that he's going to be scoring near that for the most part you've seen what his scores have been like and they're not going to put 52 on a team each and every week this was the week to go big for outside backs especially and nico 
Um, and a few of them did, and a few of them kind of missed out a little bit as well. Sloney, man, this guy's killing me. Two try savers, a turnover tackle, and some horrendous defense. It was Teague Wilden that missed him one-on-one. Just, I don't understand why, why these guys, I, I, I get why they try to go up top. But in broken play, when, when guys can get away, there's no defense behind you, you need to just chop them. Like, get them down. Yes, if they get a quick play of the ball, that's fine. Like, you miss those one-on-one tackles. How often do you see a guy, like, you know, right in front of him, bear hug him and just get bumped off and then they, you know, run the length and score? That happens actually fairly often, probably like four or five times a weekend across the seven or eight games. So, yeah, that was a mistake. But, um, yeah, watching him run the length was not very fun, considering I was going to grab him last week. He's picked up a 40 and a 61 in those two weeks, and yeah, we'll now make some cash, and uh, obviously would have been a good scorer this week to have as your loop, but uh, yeah, that, that's the frustration of the week, uh, already out of the way. Matt Moylan, a much better game for him, 55, but that was pretty obvious in this one. Britton Nicara, 53, two tries, Ugh, that last one was so frustrating, like what the hell was Ben Hunt and Fainai doing out of the line, they were behind Moylan when he went to pass the ball, like, it was so stupid defense, and yeah, Nicara goes over again. He had one tackle break in this game, but, you know, 32 tackles, five misses, 73 metres run. Like, he's that type of guy that he does seem to bump off some tackles. So, you know, to get two tries and get 53, it's pretty poor. You know, you're happy that he ended up getting over 50, but it could have been really bad for a sec there. So I still think IPAP's definitely the clear winner. He's averaging 55.5, Nicaragua, but um, I suppose he does get, just seem to get involved in tries. So when there, when he does have lower base, he, he seems to get some, some type of attacking set, doesn't he? So... Yeah, it worked out right in the end, but it could have been could have been a bit poor. Rayleigh, 49, he had a pretty solid game as well. Teague Wilden, the 48, if you're still holding him. Solid, a pretty low first half. I think it was 11 at halftime. So, yeah, really turned it around there. Will Kennedy, 47. Zach Lomax, 46. Just continues to do good work. He obviously got the turnover tackle and the try saver when Sloan did earlier on you know, Molotalo there. Picked up a couple of goals. 28 tackles for one miss. So, he's definitely, his base stats are much improved this year. Just isn't getting as many attacking stats as normal. So Lomax would have been a great option as well. Uh, him or Talakai would have worked out pretty well. Molotalo, the 45 was solid. Uh, Hunt, 42. Molo, 42. I know, do you think any of these guys are, are buyers going forward? Like, I think Lomax, if you... Yeah, you could definitely have him as but as one of your centres. But him, Talakai, are they going to be keepers long-term? I don't think so. Nikari can definitely target for sure, given he has no more buyers left. But again, I'd go for the Tigers guys first. Just in my opinion, but uh, yeah, that's that. How good was Tommy Hazelton? He looked great out there. Jaden Suar with 38 was was okay at best in this one, missing a few tackles as well. Um, McInnes, yeah, just not really an option, guys. Obviously, the minutes just aren't there for him. Uh, Jesse Raymond was on 29 before the update, so it's a little painful to get up to 35, but yeah, even his try, like they, they go up for it. Uh, well, he's the only one that goes up for it, you know, and bloody Fainai or Mongo or whoever it was in that, in that spot just. Actually, it was Fina there just looking looking at uh, at Monga, thinking he was going to go up for it. So, just horrendous defense. Just let him go for a free catch over the line. Yeah, there's nothing more you want uh, than to be able to do that. So, yeah, got that try on that front. Helped him out a little bit for 35, but still, yeah. You'll take it, but you want a lot more in this game when they put on 50-odd. Unfortunately, Jacob Little had a cracking start to this game. Obviously, the try assist early. Uh, on that right side to Ravalawa, but yeah, five missed tackles and an error to go along with just his 17 run meters. Uh, yeah, 35 and 57 minutes. They just you know, really don't want to give him the big minutes, and it's very unfortunate. Really, obviously, you want to have him for next week, but he needs to score well, I think, for him to you know, stick in your side past round 20, that's for sure, especially when you know, guys like Harry Grant uh, are going to be available in that week. For anyone still holding to Metal Consilla, the 35 was, uh, was solid for him there, obviously. 
And then going down the line, there's Couchman with 27 for anyone who owns him still. Uh, no one really else from there. Hamlin Newelli uh, seemed to get injured in that one, unfortunately, which is not good. And, yeah, no real other relevance there. Wonga got the, uh, the line break try and still picked up an 18. So pretty disgusting on that front. Just a very short and sharp. Little update on that game. Obviously, only a few guys of you know, relevance there. Most of them score pretty well, so you're not too uh, concerned by any of the guys. Obviously, Raymond there, but he's priced according to, to what he scored last night. So you're going to expect those type of, of scores going forward. That's the update, guys, and we'll see you in the next one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.